This is an International Rescue Committee podcast. I'm San Trikanthan, Director of Policy and Practice. Thank you for joining me on this Refugee Week 2016 podcast special at the British Museum. I love my home. I love my house. I love all things in my country. I love my country. If you were forced to leave your home, fleeing for your life, unsure how you'd return, what would you take with you? Would you take solely the necessities, only what you could carry, or that one sentimental thing that you just couldn't live without? This is the very real dilemma that millions of refugees across the globe are faced with as they flee their homes. Ranging from cooking pots to amulets, in this podcast we'll take a look at a selection of objects from the British Museum's collection, objects that are both portable and essential. Our aim to not just tell the stories of the people who carried these objects in ancient times, but to help us understand the plight of millions of refugees today, forced to flee their homes in search of safety. The International Rescue Committee, or the IRC, is a humanitarian aid organization that provides life-saving support to people uprooted by conflict or natural disaster in more than 40 countries across the globe with programs in Africa, Asia, the Middle East and Europe. The IRC responds to the world's worst humanitarian crises, helping the most vulnerable to survive, recover and reclaim control of their future. Around the world today, over 65 million people have been forced to flee their homes, meaning that every minute of every day, another 24 people are displaced. To put this into perspective, that's more than the population of the UK. The global refugee crisis is one of the greatest challenges the world faces today. The war in Syria alone has forced 12 million people from their homes, but conflict, persecution and natural disaster have had a devastating impact in South Sudan, Yemen, Nigeria, Afghanistan and Pakistan as well. The IRC is the only international organization acting on all fronts of the Syrian crisis, assisting the displaced inside Syria and across the Middle East supporting refugees at transit points in Europe and helping them to resettle in the United States. We tell our children we're going to a place where there is no sound of war, no need to be afraid. Those words come from a Syrian mother seeking to comfort her daughter whilst making the treacherous voyage on a boat from Turkey. And this is where we start our tour with perhaps the most famous artefact we'll be presenting, the Lampedusa Cross. Every day, thousands of refugees are making the short yet dangerous crossing of the Mediterranean and Aegean seas to southern Europe in boats and inflatable rafts packed beyond capacity. The wooden cross is made from pieces of a boat that was wrecked on the 11th of October 2013 off the coast of Lampedusa, Italy. 311 Eritrean and Somali refugees were drowned en route from Libya to Europe. Inhabitants of Lampedusa helped to save the lives of 155 others. After meeting some of the survivors who are Eritrean Christians in his church on Lampedusa, Mr. Francesco Tuccio, the island's carpenter, was moved by their plight and put his skills to use fashioning a cross from the wreckage of the boat. This cross serves as a reflection on their salvation from the sea and hope for the future. The museum's cross was selected as the last acquisition of the previous British Museum director, Neil McGregor. 
Since January 2015, over 1 million people travelled by sea to seek refuge in Europe. 3,770 people have lost their lives while making the crossing. Our next stop takes us to a collection of unique Greek cooking pots. This cooking pot is able to fit into the palm of a hand and would have been taken along with metal braces to fashion a barbecue of sorts for open-air cooking. Today, some 57,000 refugees continue to live in a desperate limbo in Greece. The IRC's work in Greece began on the island of Lesbos in summer 2015. We're proud to have been one of the first organisations to respond to the crisis on the island. Our work on Lesbos is evident from the moment you enter Karatepe camp. The IRC's information booth stands at the entrance and is staffed from 8am to 11pm by our team who ensure that refugees are getting the information they need about their lives at Karatepe and the options available to them under the EU-Turkey deal. Our team is also on site from 8am to 11pm assisting refugees with their protection concerns and ensuring that the most vulnerable, women in the late stages of their pregnancies, the disabled, survivors of sexual abuse and torture, have access to the services they need. In northern Greece, the IRC's programs are expanding to meet the growing needs and we're currently enabling refugees to access safe drinking water, showers and toilets to help maintain health and hygiene, as well as providing protection services to the most vulnerable. Our next object comes from Syria, where an average of 50 families have been uprooted every hour of every day since the conflict began. It features a funeral bust of a mother and daughter carved in limestone from an aristocratic Roman family living in Palmyra. The conflict in Syria has now entered its sixth year, with over 6.5 million people internally displaced and in need of assistance within the country. The challenge for aid organisations has never been greater. The IRC has been delivering aid into Syria since 2012, ensuring help reaches some of the most vulnerable, including those living in besieged areas. We've reached almost 1 million Syrians since 2014 with medical care, pharmaceuticals and hygiene services, as well as immunising more than a million children. Everything is for my daughter to protect against her sickness. When we arrived in Greece, a kind man gave me two jars of food. Another man gave us biscuits and water when he saw my baby. These are some of the items that 20-year-old Abu Aisa brought with her in her bag when she had to flee her home after vicious fighting erupted in Yarmouk, an unofficial camp for Palestinians just south of the Syrian capital. Abu Aisa escaped with her husband and their 10-month-old daughter, Doa. The next object, a baby's bottle which comes from Jordan, doubles as a toy. This bright orange pottery bottle has four legs and is shaped like a cow. In ancient times, it was likely used to feed babies milk from cows or goats, as well as clear porridge made from milk and flour. Today, Jordan is home to more than 600,000 Syrian refugees, seeking sanctuary from war at home. Together with local partner organisations, the IRC has been at work assisting Syrian refugees in Jordan since 2012. In both Zatri and Azraq refugee camps, the IRC provides temporary care and shelter for unaccompanied and separated children and has helped to reunite close to 1,500 children with their families. 
For many refugees, a smartphone is the most precious possession they own. Mobile phones provide a link to their life back home, often through photos stored on them, but also helps them to access the information they need while seeking safety. Given the constantly changing landscape, accurate information is critical for refugees so that they can make informed decisions about their current situation. Refugeeinfo.eu is a low-bandwidth site designed specifically to be viewed on a mobile phone and was developed in collaboration with Google to respond to the most urgent information needs of refugees arriving in Greece. It provides a way to ensure that refugees rely on facts, not rumours, as they wait out their time in limbo. Vital information is displayed in five different languages and includes transport options, places to stay and medical services available to refugees fleeing to the safety of Europe. While modern technologies are being harnessed to respond to today's crises, our next object highlights a different form of communication. Dated between 1920 BC and 1740 BC, this artifact is a letter and envelope made of clay. The minuscule letter was carved into a clay tablet by a Syrian man named Asher Malik, who was writing to his brother Asher Edi in Turkey, complaining about the lack of food at home and the hardship of the winter. If people can't find food, they have two choices. They will die in the sea, or they will die here. Our next artifact takes us just over the border from Turkey to neighbouring Iraq, where Maisa, a Syrian you just heard from, is living in a refugee camp. For Maisa and many others like her, access to food supplies are essential. This object consists of pieces of Iraqi pottery in the form of decorative food bowls, one of which depicts a soldier standing before a crowd. Over three million people inside Iraq have been uprooted by violent conflict since 2014. The International Rescue Committee is providing clean water, medicine, relief supplies, protection services and emergency financial assistance to the displaced as well as vulnerable locals. With the cash assistance, we bought some clothes and we bought food and stationery for the children. Emergency financial assistance helps Amira make decisions about her own needs and priorities. Although refugees travel light in order to survive the dangerous journey, many take with them objects of sentimental or religious importance. This next artifact is a Middle Eastern amulet. The fish-shaped pendant has five coins hanging from its underside and hangs suspended from a long chain. It's made of silver and yellow, a black mixture of copper, silver and lead. Its relevance continues today as the fish is still an ancient cross-cultural symbol of fertility and regeneration. In Lebanon, the IRC supports Syrian refugee women to learn skills that will help them to provide for their families. On Lebanon's northern coast, Syrian women work alongside women from the local Lebanese community, learning to make fishing nets, a skill which will help them find work in an area reliant on fishery. Zaina is a former physiotherapist from Homs. She explains how the training not only provided the chance of having an income, but also something to look forward to. We are all frustrated at not being active. It makes us depressed. This type of training helps me a lot emotionally. I love to learn new skills and I really enjoy the opportunity to try something new. I find it very fulfilling. In places like Iraq and Syria, where millions are fleeing violence, access to electricity is often limited and unreliable. In ancient times, an oil lamp similar to the 6th century Jordanian and Syrian pottery lamps found in the museum were important household items. Once the cotton oil-soaked wick was lit, the small lamp was able to provide light for four hours. Today, the IRC provides refugees with a wacka wacka light, 
and innovative solar lamp and charger. These lights help families caught in crisis by enabling them to move safely after darkness falls, helping to protect them from violence. They also double up as a charger that works with any mobile phone, helping refugees to stay connected with their loved ones elsewhere. Our last artifact takes us down the British Museum stairs into the Africa Gallery. Here we find a perfectly spherical Nigerian water pot. This clay round pot was handmade by Hausa women in the north of Nigeria using a coiling technique. Due to the white, unburnished small opening at the pot's top, it doubles as a makeshift fridge keeping water cool. In northeastern Nigeria, Boko Haram violence has displaced over 2.2 million people, mostly women and children. After her husband was killed, Gloria was forced to flee with nothing more than the clothes on her back and is currently living in the town of Yola. With support from the IRC, she is finding her feet again. Boko Haram burnt down our house and killed our goats. So we came with absolutely nothing. Nothing to eat, no clothes. I lost everything. Now IRC have been doing a lot in my life. It's through IRC that I sustain my life in Yola. The IRC has been providing emergency assistance to displaced Nigerians like Gloria and her family since 2014. From access to safe drinking water and latrines in order to promote hygiene, to emergency food and shelter, to education for thousands of children. Refugee Week provides a welcome opportunity to give a voice to refugees and their stories. We'd like to thank the British Museum for letting us share some of the unique and historically important objects that make up a fraction of their collection. We hope that this podcast has given you an insight into the plight of many millions of vulnerable people the IRC continues to provide support to across the globe. In 2015 alone, we were able to reach 23 million people with life-saving services. To meet one of the greatest challenges the world faces today, we need your energy, ideas and support. So get involved at rescue-uk.org. I'm Sandra Canthan. Thank you for joining me on this IRC Refugee Week 2016 podcast special at the British Museum. To learn more about the featured artefacts, visit the British Museum online catalogue. You have been listening to an International Rescue Committee podcast. Music was Snowdrop by Kevin MacLeod, licensed under Creative Commons.